peoples welcome back it's uh, time for another podcast and uh, this is also a sneak peek it's very sneaky very very sneaky. sneaky just one room the blue room we call it this is the the poster boy of our establishment this is the primo epico top of the line room we got three nice machines a big sit down one back there all top nice, of the line. Nicely spaced out. Beautiful. Best technology Illinois gaming can yeah. offer. Thank you, Excel. So, um, today's topic is going to be on success and getting out of your comfort zone. Which, I mean, straight off the bat, doing this, the biggest comfort zone for us for the longest oh, yeah. time was being in front of a camera because we did a YouTube channel about six years, seven, eight years ago. Oh yeah. A long time ago. Cringy. It, well, one, it was cringy. Cringy. Two, it was highly looked down upon to videotape anything at that point, even with vloggers. I mean, we got, even if though we got criticized, we still had a lot of people watching us. We had a lot of subscribers, a decent amount of subscribers, which looking back on it, I think if we would have kept going, we might have blown up. Like. To be honest, because we did some really weird, funny shit, and just a lot of workout stuff. We learned a lot, but we kind of got deterred with what other people thought, and it put me specifically into a shell. I just, I hated having that scrutiny and that looked downness on, so I kind of shelled up and was like, nope, we're just not going to do it anymore, and that, that was a big step out of our comfort zone, and I got put back in it, and that's kind of how podcasting started out for us too for me because I was in this weird aura of my own head is like oh it went bad last time it's gonna go bad this time but now I don't I don't care it's something we just want to do so it's a whole lot different and I mean that's the whole part of this it's you know basically showing the steps that we took to become successful um, and our road mapping to success, as I've said in previous podcasts, it's more or less trying to show you guys that it's possible, that you guys can do this if you really buckle down and decide to, to do something. And, uh, you know, don't take the conventional road. I, I mean, I would say he was literally designed conventionally, um, but then in that same token, but that's just like his demeanor and mindset and like he's very like everything has a spot and uh pretty meticulous yes. about certain things yeah and but like, in that same token like with for for me for instance i'm like a well-oiled machine and a grain of sand completely wrecks it essentially and that would be one of his uh faults or not necessarily a fault but something that st uh you know, trips him up, so to speak. And whereas me, I've been used to chaos. I was born in chaos. Oh, are you gonna do the, the, the voice? You merely adopted chaos. But, uh, you know, I definitely learned that stepping out of the box and thinking out of the box has a lot of benefits. AKA, we were now sitting in a room that we've created. And uh, there's another benefactor, but he's kind of like a, if, if you think about like a comic book, he'd be like the, 
the Darth Vader, like you never see him, like but he's super powerful and he kind of sits in the in the background and he's definitely been a mentor to us and that's where we, you know, got this going was with his help. And uh, so stepping out of your comfort zone. Auto focus is really Oh, oh. I think it's because of the lights in the background. Messing with our with our visuals here. Well, we're just we're blurry. We're a blur. Blurry blursons. Come on now. Catch, catch me outside. I feel that? like if you were to just like shimmy this way and block that light. Whoosh. Look at that. Okay. So I'm so just gonna we're have just to, gonna. We're gonna. Have to, okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. Technical That's better. Don't worry about That's it. That's better, anyways. Okay, so, um, you know, again, stepping out of your comfort zone uh, was e always easy for me, always. Because I've never really just had an orthodox way of doing anything ever. Everything's been planned or learned as I go. And with him, I think he's gotten a lot stronger, smarter, uh, much more sharper because he does step out of the comfort zone. Because when he does, he literally becomes like insanely passionate to learn every aspect of it and then he kind of uniforms it and then he, it becomes that conservative kind of, you know, mold that he has. Yeah, I mean like, I don't know, a lot of things that I tackle, like, I don't know, I'm not a mechanic, but I got a diesel truck and I got involved into that world and I tried getting people to help me out doing things with it and I got nothing so I learned it all myself, deleted my truck, added exhaust, did a whole bunch of modifications all myself, way out of my comfort zone, way out of my wheelhouse, but like he said, I got passionate and I just dope head first, you know. And you learned it, like learned inside it. and out. And that's the, the nifty thing that you know, you're never going to know what you're capable of unless you actually get out of your comfort zone and really start applying yourself in different areas and trying to learn things. Like, I'm going to manage a bar. You know, I'm, I own a bar now. Like, I'm going to have to be a people person. Uh, Which he's, you know, he's always been more of a, I wouldn't say always more, but he's he wasn't super people person, but he was awkward. Now he's definitely come you know, full force now, he, he can deal with people. Whereas I used to be able to deal with people, now I have a disdain for a lot of people. So I, I just get really annoyed easily now with certain things, so I let him do most of the, the people stuff, and that's kind of where he, his strong suit is, is the social, like, media platform. Like, he's got thousands of friends, I got just a couple hundred. I don't, I don't do the social thing very much, I'm not a social person anyway, and that's where his strong suit is, which, definitely helps this kind of a atmosphere for a bar and all that. And that's, you know, kind of picking your strengths and understanding like him, like we have complimented each other for 15 years. Like his strengths I've adopted, my strengths, I don't know if he's necessarily adopted, but he definitely looks at it. And yeah, I'm out, I jump out of the comfort zone. I do a lot of riskier things. Oh I yeah, than you ever have. Ever. Ever. And I mean, look at everything look at the crispy gem that you got you know and just everything you know COVID hit we we literally went to COVID we built gems you know we we've done things that 
we just didn't let it affect us. We, we put work in, we, we knew what we were coming up against, and we just just head first, went straight at it. And that's, that's a thing that, you know, nobody could have seen this coming, and we definitely didn't. This place has been a year in the making. I mean, we could have shaved easily six months off of this process, but uh, again, COVID hit, they kept closing stuff down, and you know, as a bar, we're not necessarily trying to be just a bar. We will have a full service bar, and it will be amazing looking. You guys don't necessarily get to see it all yet, but uh, we're still under a minor bit of construction. And uh, but as soon, I'm saying, what you think? A week? I'm thinking a week. I think a week he'll roll back to tier two, and we will be operational and it's going to be very exciting so much so that i'm going to be working 90 hours to 100 hours a week and that's amazing to me that gets into another fact of stepping out of your comfort zone and whatnot there are certain ways that he does it and he is able to balance he keeps a balance whereas i literally will just go all the way to this side 100 more pendulum if you will just a very whoosh and then back this way kind of a person and uh you know with this place running and whatnot he's going to be you know he's here working on it he still takes care of his family and everything whereas my kids are grown right now they're doing things so you know the weekends you know, she, my daughter's hanging out with her friends and stuff like that at this point because I had kids excessively young. And, uh, you know, so I have a girlfriend and she's very much on board, very supportive. And I basically say, you know, if you'd like this house or food or anything, I've got to work a lot. And that's just how it is. And I feel like I'm making up for my 20s, honestly. So I'm like doubling down, tripling down, and really trying to bring everything together. Because, like, I mean, okay, honestly, do you think we can become millionaires? Yep. Yeah. Honestly, 100%. With everything that we're learning. Well, like, well if you would have asked me that, well, maybe over a year ago, anytime over a year ago, I would say no. I mean, is it gonna happen anytime soon? Maybe not, but is it is it more possible than it's ever been? Of course, like back in the day, oh man, when we were young, working as dish boys and cooks, making, you know, $400 checks every two weeks, like that was the life. Like I was like, yeah, no, no big bills, no nothing. And then I was thinking, I, I went to the chiropractor one day, so, way off topic, but I went to the chiropractor one day and the lady's like, you got insurance? I was like, no. It's like, well, it's gonna be all out of pocket then. I was like, oh, crap, how much is it? She's like, 120? I was like, okay, whatever. She's like, oh, most people have a hard time paying that. And I thought back, I was like, man, if I was still making that salary, that weekly, you know, that two weekly $400, I could see where that would be a problem. And I just, that took, you know, took back in my life and I started realizing that I'm so thankful you know the progress that I moved up and just kept going up and setting the bar. Every time I reached the bar, I set a new bar and just kept going up and getting out of the comfort zone and just kind of climbing the way up. And I mean, we're not even close to being there now. I mean, we're, we've still got a lot of room to go. Well, I mean, I, I, we, we, or the sky's the limit for now. 
you know, and we're not even all the way there, you know, after that you got the moon and further, so we're gonna keep trying to try to push the bar. All the way. I mean, why, why, why become stagnant? And that's a conversation that we've had and where I was like, man, I could, you know, I could see people getting comfortable in our position. Like, it, I, I have never well, had thousands of dollars in my well, account. Well, that, that happened when I buried Cable. Like, I did this, I did a mundane thing. I mean, I was still working for myself. I went out, buried Cable, came home. But I had a solid, you know, 1500 to $2,000 check a week. But that was my life. And I knew I was getting older. This was very taxing on my body. Very draining in general, but I knew I was going to be steady, 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 and then he came in and, you know, kind of changed things up a little bit, and then we decided to go in business with each other and switch our focus into more of a... Huge gamble. Board. Huge gamble for him. Yeah, I mean, for the He first, was making bank. <laughs> I was I was banking quite hard with money, and then I took a plummet. I went down to nothing. <laughs> I went from $2,000 a week at most, you know, a little more, to zero for weeks and weeks and weeks and it just you know it was we just that was a very tough time to push through but that was the choice and that's I made, happened and then I, we forced yeah we forced through it and you know it's it's the amazing thing like I've always been broke like because of my situation and, and uh, even when I worked at the prison I was broke all the time and you know Number one, I didn't have money, money management skills, and two, I paid a lot of child support, which not a bad thing whatsoever, not mad about it, not even close. I'm actually super happy that I pay it and that they get what they want and they have nice things and, you know, that they have a good life. And, uh, but that was super difficult you know, for me to look at myself and know that I needed to step out of my comfort zone with not necessarily being unorganized with money or, you know, I've stepped out of my comfort zone into a more very uh, strict zone, very strict regiment to where everything's on point like, and I've adopted a lot of his like principles. I think, I think what we could kind of go with is, like, I was a super strict guy and he was a super loosey just wild. Kind of a guy. Just crazy. We, we took parts of ourselves and swapped it. And I got a little more loose with my my life and kind of brought in more chaos, but I was able to figure it out and kind of mold it to my own thing. And he was able to, to do the same on his end, where he would take my strictness and start applying it to his loosey-goosey ways and kind of build off of that. I mean, when you come in here, you're going to see me, and I'm, I'm legit going to be dressed to the nine. All the time, all the time. But the bread and butter of where we make our money, I'm covered in mud 24-7. Like there isn't a day that I'm not covered in mud. I'm in the holes, you know, digging. It's on the excavator. He just I still there. have to dig a little bit. <laughs> but Don't, he sits on an excavator. A lot, okay? I sit on an excavator a lot, but I still get muddy as hell. <laughs> but uh, that's... That's the thing. You can do both. You can have a breadwinning business and then explore into things that you would like to get into and just say, you know what, that would be really cool. What can we do with this? And what I can do with this, what we can do with this, is amazing. See, like, the, the whole slot parlor bar thing, that's not even necessarily a passion for me. 
but it's a passion for him and he kind of hyped me up to the idea and for me I look at it more of a business-like standpoint like I'm not really losing a lot I'm putting in time and I'm putting a little money in it and I'm do I mean I'm doing enough to have some investment in it but I don't see it being a bad thing like this thing could tank but we're not going to be completely you know down the river shit's creek you know you know fucked on it but if it does well, then it only helps everybody. So I don't even think it'll even come close. And, to and that's where, like, I I trust more in this place because he's the one taking care of it. He's the one that's going to be the, the top dog to, to to deal with all the, the issues and the people and the you know basically run it. So I, I know that his passion is going to to benefit me in the end as well. And the see, this is the way we could have slapped this together and you know, we could have, you know, cut corners and stuff like that. But see my vision is No, we, we cut some corners but then we ate it and then way <laughs> forward. And that's I don't see this as one location. In my mind it's twenty locations. You know, it's 25 locations. It's in five years in a 10 year plan, which I have made, there's a lot of money in the bank. And that's if the world doesn't end or civil war breaks out or, you know, we get taxed to where it's a socialist economy. Yeah, I mean, either but, way, we're gambling because it's a stop part of gambling. <laughs> there's anyway. a pun. But, uh, I mean, we're gambling anyway. But I mean, I used to do that every day. Yeah, we do that with all investments. And it's, we don't know what's going on. We didn't know COVID was going to happen. The right. Place. After I think a month after we bought it, that happened, and we're like, "Well, this was stupid, but we're stuck with it. Let's and so, see what happens." Sometimes you're gonna learn, you're gonna lose. You know, when you step out of your comfort zone, you you can get your ass beat. You know, you can you can really get mentally drained by doing that and things not going necessarily right. But once you do that enough, for instance, we own a martial arts studio. That was one of our first businesses. Well, uh, yeah, we, we did it under some tutors of ours and teachers. I mean, it was them running it, but giving us the, the freedom to run it the way we right. want. Basically, they were grooming us to take it over to where they could step out of it. And I had children, young children at home. I wasn't disciplined. I was chaotic. Uh, too worried about partying, working midnights at the time, and it just didn't go well. But we learned lessons from it. And that's the thing that you can keep moving forward. You don't have to go, I'm not telling anybody to go, like, take out $100,000 and go throw it into something. You know, do small steps. Start a YouTube. Start making t-shirts. Step out. And do something different that you're, if you... If you died today, did you really do everything that you wanted to do? You know, did you really put everything you had into it? Or did you say, well, things are all right. You know, I got food on the table. I got a little money in the bank. I don't know. To me, I want to live this life to the fullest. I want to go, I want to go to the max. And that's, I, I didn't do all this. I didn't start working out to, to stop. You know, it's a lifestyle for me. I didn't you know say let's do this and get comfortable with one location which it may happen to where it's one location for a year or two but in my mind you know six months comes evaluation time we're going to evaluate the situation and see where we're at and see if we can get another one going to where we can just keep rolling the money over into itself pay back the benefactor 100 percent 
that's the thing. I'm he's not making anything off this for probably quite some time. A while. And I'm only gonna make like minimum wage and I'm gonna actually be working here. I will not make any more money from this place than any person that I hire. And that's a fact. And it will be like that until my investor is paid off, our investor, and also business partner, is completely paid off. And uh, then we talk and we evaluate the situation. We see how our success is, because there's a lot of stuff that we're actually gonna build a patio, potentially a deck. There's a lot of exciting things that we can do with this location in itself. And I think we can do very well here. And just from the numbers that, you know, we've ran, it's, it's not gonna be bad at all. Uh, it's just time and, uh, you know, stress, basically. Yeah, I mean, the first few months are gonna be really tough for us just because we're gonna split our businesses up a little bit take some time from this one to allocate to this one even though this one's not necessarily making us money but you can't you I mean that's just something you have to do it's just part of the sacrifices well, we have to make as an average person that you, you know you have a Roth or you know you have some sort of investment you don't see that money you, you have to think of what you're doing with your time as money and if your time equates to money then you're probably actually making quite a bit of money like, if you're making money and you're home with the family, that's a good investment. You know, if it's continuously bringing in revenue, that's where you want to get to. If you're passionate about kind of expanding your thought process, maybe starting your own venture, doing things of that nature. And uh, there's been a lot of love that we put into this place. A lot of work and a lot of lessons. A lot of hate, too. You know, it's, there's been a lot of yelling in this building. It's sometimes, and I mean, I mean, it gets frustrating. Like, but I mean, it's just another you know thing. When we started tearing this place down, like, it's hard to see that big picture. Like, you don't know where the big picture is going to end up. I think it ended up like and even better. We just knew as long as we kept going, tearing down, and start getting it prepped, we just we knew it was going to come together. We just had to keep doing it, and then here it is. Like. We're just doing nickel and dime stuff now. We're, we're just painting a little bit of little bit of spots, detailing, hanging stuff up. Like it's done. It's ready to go. It's crazy, you know, how much how much has gone into this. And it's it's super exciting. So, like, I, I just I challenge anybody that actually watches us and doesn't think that just we're just completely stupid. I mean, which is fine too. I mean, I mean, see, I, this is the best part. We don't get anything from zero. This. Essentially, this is something that we do for hopefully anybody, anybody yeah. one person. I don't care. You know, if, if I had people out there that could have, you know, taught me things, you know, really like the nitty gritty stuff. You may have mentors you may have, or uh, maybe even somebody that has a lot of money, has a lot of businesses. How much time are they going to take to actually detail stuff for you? Like, that's the thing. When you watch, like, I always say this, when you watch, like, Gary Vee and... You know, I can't even, you know, think stain, of the... Stain right there. I've been looking at that in the damn camera. I was like, little stain. Look at that. Sorry. And, it's uh, annoying me. You know, all these other, you know, people that are very wealthy, very rich, and, you know, they have motivational channels and stuff. 
you don't see how they got there. They'll tell you a story or something, but you don't actually see what they went through. Like, what was the process? Like, that's why we're showing our vulnerable stuff. Like, we can pretend that nothing ever bad happens and we're just successful and, I mean, we... Well, we we're, we're still not even successful either. It, I mean, just in, in general, I mean... You know, I mean, to, to my average person, I always equate everything to working at the prison. Like, to my top uh, career that I could have had not being in business, and I'm killing it. Like, completely eradicating that what I could have done there and that's that's all I know I mean the thing is like I get that some people have that nine to five or the you know the the scheduled jobs which is fine if that's you know you but people like me or him well for for one people like me that was the dream job back then but then I started breaking out of my comfort zone realized that I have my own life I want to live and being in his prison you know uh job he couldn't have a cell phone he was you know, demanded to work these hours no matter what. You had, you know, he couldn't get out of it all the time. And, you know, he's working doubles. He's he's basically in prison, working at a prison, you know, in his own little cell, essentially. And you get boxed in and you don't have leeway, you don't have freedoms. Like when we worked, started working on our own, we had, we just, it just kind of opened up a whole new world for us and what we can accomplish. Like. But you definitely have to be like 10 times You'll more. Have, you have, yeah, you have to be disciplined as hell. I mean, I was kind of always been that way, whereas he kind of had to come up into it. But, you know, it's just the freedom alone. It just makes it worthwhile. Even if you're making less money or whatever, you're just happier. You're home more, you get your schedule a little more. And when you do it, you probably will. I mean, that's the fact of it. You got to build these things up. Like, the more time you put in, it's it's like baking a cake. It's like doing anything. If you put you know half-ass amount of time into it or energy, it's going to be half-ass. Like for, here's a here's a fun little tidbit. So our you know our business last year did almost three hundred fifty thousand in you know just gross income, which you know is better. Oh, maybe it's almost four hundred. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it was, it was like three ninety. Yeah. So we we did about forty fifty thousand better than last year. I mean, we just keep getting better and more efficient, you know. And it breaks down to what we paid the guys and what our salaries were, which were you know I think we only did like a sixty thousand salary. Mm -hmm. So we're not making a shitload of money. But here's the fun thing: out of that sixty thousand, you know, how many hours did we work a week? We probably averaged. 24 to 30 hours a week guaranteed and that's from you know start to finish at the end of the year we didn't work 40 hours every week we didn't work even i don't think we did any more than 40 hours once all last year yeah and that's that's another thing like we were so efficient and good at our trade we time is money so we spent all you know we spent our time getting our craft ready and doing everything we could and then we were we were making more money because we were doing it efficiently and faster and able to be, you know, home doing other things or being here. We can allocate time to a whole bunch of other things other than just work all the time. And it's not that we wouldn't work a lot more either if the opportunity is there. We kind of just smashed what opportunity was in front of us. And that's why this next year, especially with our underground business, I think it's going to be a whole different ball game. It's always, and, like, in, in our industry, it's always better to have too much work than not. Yeah. 
you know, we can always do, we can only do so much, but if you're not given that much to even do, then you're gonna, you're gonna starve and you're gonna fall off. So we want as much as we can and just, you know, whatever we don't finish that week, we kind of lump it to the next one and it just kind right. of overlaps. Well, I mean, human beings have an innate ability to adapt. And so if you have enough pressure in front of you, you're going to adapt to that pressure and then it's gonna become the norm. And it's kind of like the minors and majors thing. You know, when you only start dealing in majors, all the small stuff really doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and it's... And, and that mindset alone is very tough to be in when, the, like if you're around people that aren't in that mindset, like me and him are, so it's easier for us to be around each other. But like if I'm around my brother or my wife or anybody like that that doesn't have that mindset, it's hard because they come, they have their own problems. But like to me, I'm like, well, that's a easy fix. You know, it's I don't need any brain power for that because I'm I've developed a little past those kind of issues into a bigger picture kind of issue. And that's, uh, that's where we run into a lot of friction with other people and the frustration, I guess, with, with how they run their lives, you know, like Jacob, for instance. Like, we, we could streamline him into a much better position, just grabbing him by the throat and yelling at him and telling him what to do. But, uh, you know, it's just, that's things we've learned through, so it's, it's a lot easier for us to comprehend what needs to be done next. And, like, what were you saying earlier? Like, oh yeah, that's why we document, like, everything we're doing. Our failures, our successes, our stories. Like, when we were younger, there was always a time where, like, man, I wish we could just ask this person how they did it. Oh, yeah. And he did. He would go oh, up to yeah. random people in gyms. He would go up to people on the street. If I thought you He'd, he'd go up to anybody. Oh, yeah. Anything that, because knowledge is power, you know? And, like, no one comes up and asks us how we do things, I mean, which is whatever. I mean, it's a weird thing to do. But... We're opening the doors to it. Like, we will gladly tell anybody, you know, what we think, if our opinion even matters to you, you know, what we think, what we would do, you know, what we would do in your position, how we overcame this or overcame that, like workouts, business, money management, anything. Free knowledge just comes from us, you know, and our experiences. And that's, that's the thing. We're not going to sell a program. We're not going to... This is just to make the world a little bit of a better place than what we left it. Because if we're going to go through all this pain, all this, you know, strife and difficult times and stuff, why not make it a little easier for somebody else that may want to do this and uh, learn something, learn from our mistakes. And it, it's kind of like the teenager that never, never learns from the parents' mistakes. The parents are always there like, don't do this, do this, study, and then a teenager doesn't listen, and then they just, they're in their own mess. And then it's all on them to clean up that mess. See, like, I mean, we've kind of been in that situation where we don't really get a lot of help. We get help, you know, every now and then, but there's a lot of times where we're just beating our head against the wall. What are we gonna do? And then we just kinda, just brainstormed and figured it out for ourselves yeah. and just move forward. I mean, I still, every, I don't know, I'd say every week I, I flash back to the very first, I wish you had it with you, our very first business plan for our drilling company. We had, I went through and like filled this thing out, went through 
numbers, we went through graphs, I had fucking charts, pie charts, all of it. And we went in with such confidence. Oh yeah. And we were like, we're gonna get this done. Oh yeah. And we slid over our paper. And basically it got crumpled he, up. He went like this. <laughs> I went, no thank you. Yep. I mean, which is fine. And, and so, then, and then we were told no. We were told like I think it on pieces. We were told no. We said lot. no. This will not happen for you guys. And then it fucking happened because we, we didn't give up. It. I mean, we said screw it. We're making it goddamn happen. Yeah, it's and that's the thing. Not everybody's gonna have your your view. Yeah. It's and definitely this is something that I learned a hundred percent with being out of your comfort zone. It's. You know, put your money where your mouth is. I had a really good mouth, but I didn't necessarily have a lot to back it up, especially in my younger years. And now when I say something, it's done. Like if I tell you something, it, it's 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 gonna happen 100%. Which I used to fight him all the time with, and I've been proven wrong many times. He said, we're gonna do this business, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this instead. And I'm like, I always kind of give him benefit of the doubt a little bit, but I typically push back and it annoys him, but it's just how I process. I, I want to challenge him. I want him to make me believe. I want him to push me into that comfort zone. When he says we're going to open 25 of these, I'm like, what the fuck are you on? Whatever. But I want him to believe in that because it, I know it's very likely to happen if he's putting that kind of belief in there. This is what I know. If I can get one of these open, I can do it again. If I can do that again, I can repeat that process over and over and over again until it's done. And then, you know, it's not going to be a fast process. This is going to be a 10-year kind of process. And uh, again, where am I going to be? I'm going to be 43 in 10 years. Can you imagine if we own... <laughs> I don't even imagine being that old. Oh, fuck. You look good. But, uh... If I'm not dead. Yeah. One slice like, of pizza and I go down. But, uh, that's the thing. If we can be 43 and literally have a multi-million dollar company, done. Done deal. And that's, that's the thing. We're, I'm definitely not, and I know he's probably not gonna even stop at that. Oh no, I mean, we, there's, this is the most important thing about Like, I go nuts just it. sitting around the house now. Like, well, when I'm, I mean, I sit around, you know, I, I kind of take my breaks, but there are times where I'm like, man, I, I really want to fix up my house. So I'll start painting or, you know, I'll start fucking getting on, putting in a fence or something, you know. This is a pro tip. You know, it sounds really dumb and really simple. I take my notepad and I literally will do my next day's worth of tasks. And so much stuff gets done and it, it's dumb. It's dumb to even think that, oh, that'd be a good idea. But uh, I do list, essentially. It's, it's literally, I am productive every day and I feel good about being productive every day, whether that's cleaning something or, you know, talking to this person, calling Coca-Cola up, you know, whatever I have to do to progress things. Because, you know, when, if your house is running optimally, everything else is gonna run optimally. If you gotta focus energy on, you know, cleaning up messes and stuff like that, then you're not thinking about, you know, things that are coming at you. 
and you're not going to be prepared as, as well as you could be. And that goes into that mindset thing of, you know, always being ready and knowing what is out there and where you're going and what you're going to do to achieve that. And even with, you know, the future, how uncertain it is, like, there are a lot of things that we're not even thinking about that can be going on in the next five years. You know, we could own a gym, we could own this, we could be... I bet we do. We could do anything. I bet we do. That's the thing, like a year, well not a year, two years ago, we, we had this dream of building this giant underground empire, that was it, that's all we wanted. And now then this came about like out of nowhere, was nowhere in my five year plan. And even before that, I was burying cable, you know? Yeah. Nowhere near did I, there was no way in fucking hell me and him were gonna be business partners. Like we were best friends, we were oh, I this other guy. There was no way. I wasn't, there, that just didn't make sense. It wasn't in the plan. It just, things just keep changing and you adapt and you evolve and you just conquer that. Like I am, like that's what makes me excited for the future because I don't know what's gonna happen. Dude, you know? it's been a crazy three it's, years. I don't wanna go through game with an invincibility cheat code because you get bored with it. You know, you wanna, you wanna experience you know, some pushback and some excitement and like this, this having this up and going is exciting. And if this happens again, that'd be awesome. You know, if something else happens, awesome. Like I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens. And that's, that's the thing. If I can make him as uncomfortable as humanly possible, I know we're going to be all right because he's a machine. He gets something put in front of him. He will take it out. But the awesome thing about being around him for so long is now I'm a machine. So now you got two machines going at this with everything they got. And it's it's very likely that anything that we say that we're going to do will happen. You know, we still have a lot to learn, like time management, like uh, time allocation, if we're wanting to open other businesses. And, you know, having people manage these places and you know there's a lot of hurdles that we still have to jump through but the exciting part about all this is we did it and there's also you know there's a lot of things that we can do to i guess to help out our process you know once we get bigger if we get multiple you know these going maybe we need to hire out for our other you know business and maybe we take a lot less money i mean that's just Maybe we have to sacrifice and be like, hey, I have a talk with him. We're going to have to lower our pay to this amount. We'll make it work. If we have to, I always tell him, if we have to eat shit sandwiches for one year straight to never have to eat them again, why, wouldn't you should do that? You know, who wants to go every year eating crap, you know? But if we could eat crap and bunker down and just kind of go at it that way, you know, and, you know, if we have to, you know, drop down in our underground and do other things it'll benefit in the end too oh yeah and it's it's all about the end you know it's the end game it's not the day you know it's because we're getting so good with money that if we that shit sandwich comes we're like okay that's easy we flip a couple switches and then we're in that mode and that's the ability of you know being stressed out and having hardships happen and stuff like that because you learn okay, I gotta get into this mindset now to survive this. And then it, it becomes a, but. Oh. But, uh, you know, you just really push through. What? Okay. <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, that's that's basically it. Get out of your comfort zone, you know, if you want to. If, if you don't, cool. I'm not judging, you know. I don't, why do you have, like, <laughs> it, did you just eat a poop sandwich? Like, I'm just thinking of all the terrible, Jerry, all of the, oh, stuff. God. All of the terrible, like, when we were talking about, like, the Wisconsin going up into the oh, bloody hotel room. You're bloody. <laughs> bloody. Like, okay, so, like, he would get, just to give you a funny story. Okay, well, we're in Wisconsin, all right? And we're basically doing what we have to do to survive. We so are, we travel to another state. This state has a fucking mass power outage. No one saw this coming. They had a giant, like, tornado, tornado go yeah. through. We couldn't find a hotel from where we were. And there's some like weird festival going yeah. on, so all the hotels are full. We drove from where we were like four and a half hours around trying to find this hotel, and I, I use Hotwire, so it just gives me what I get. And this motherfucker is so no, weird about don't, it. Don't even know. I get luxury no, no. sedan. No, you don't. You get well, like, this time, super eights. And they're sometimes super, and they're nice. But uh, we get this one, it's the only one. <laughs> he was so fucking pissed. Yeah, he I had a fucking the, the hotel's falling apart. Air conditioners are hanging off the wall. Electric. There was electric, literally just dangling. Blood. Poop. There was a it reason like that this hotel was not packed at all, and everything else was packed. Just there, saying. There was blood on our wall. Blood there, on the he, wall. I'm pretty sure he like, threw all the Cardi B wasn't in there with bloody shoes. Somebody was in there with bloody hands. <laughs> And it, it was like way too much. And then we went to eat. I had a fly in my drink. <laughs> like I was just like this he is did not talk. After we got back to the, I was not so speak. pissed. He was so mad. But like that's another thing. We were in a very bad spot, and we had to do what we had to do, and we did it. You know, I mean, that's happened many times where we've you know completely been screwed and you know we've had to stay at really terrible hotels or stay out of town for so long i mean we we kind of i i splurged on us a little bit sometimes sometimes yeah like if we did a good job i would get him a nice hotel where it's suitable for his liking his uh likeness over there i have taste now taste i have worked hard to get to this level so and then we have some hotels where uh we wake up at five in the morning with people slamming on walls and yelling, Jerry! Jerry! I literally screaming down the wall. I think I was hung over that day too. Did we drink that day? I think we drank that day. Well, anyway, I went up to the door and I just fucking beat on it. Jerry! Just screaming at him. Yeah, it was a it was a bad time. Five in the morning. I don't think we've ever really been in a comfort zone for quite some time now, and good things are happening. I'm not guaranteeing these good things to happen. I'm just saying you're not gonna know unless you try. And if you are passionate about something, you know, there's something that piques your interest, I say do it. You live once. And uh, I think there's like a 400 trillion to one odds that you were born at that exact moment, at that exact time to be on this planet. And uh, why not do something See, like, like me, I'm not necessarily a believer, but I also in turn believe in a bigger picture. Like I think what I do has some kind of purpose. Like I, when I tried ending my life, like I didn't see those big pictures and he you know brought me back from that and now 
the world has opened up in my my vision. I see things past myself, and I can see past you know the family and all this other all the tribulations and terrible things that are going to happen. I just see past it. I see things are going to be fine, and I know it in my in my soul that things are going to be fine. They're going to work out. We're going to make it as long as we keep going. So that would be my challenge. Step out of your comfort zone. Do something with your day. Maybe that's your house. Maybe that's, you know, if you're happy with your job and everything, we're not saying you got to do this. I'm just saying I want more for life. I would like you to have, you guys to have the most in your life. And if I can help in any way, you know, for you guys to achieve that, great. So go out, do something awesome. And do something to be proud of, too. Like, if you never painted anything before, just fucking do it. Just give it a whirl. Do a little research. And just if it looks like crap, do it over, you know? You know, drop $800 on a cricket. There you go. <laughs> Where's our shirts at? Still waiting on my, my T-shirt. It says whatever on it. Legacy. So, spots. always remember this. Yeah!